my that. Avatar <laughs> 2 The Way of Water exclusive popcorn bowl that lights up? What was the water's way? It just was. It's the. It's the. <laughs> it's the. It's the. Welcome to the Super Lit Podcast. Who are you? <laughs> Who are you? I don't know. I just stepped into the room. That- <laughs> Not the way you just leaned under the couch with your toe pointed. Step said, into the room, me... Avatar 2, the way of water bowl first. No! <laughs> hey everyone, my name is Brennan Patrick, uh, I guess the not co-host of this podcast, that's Sophie Green, the actual host, and you're listening to the Superlit Podcast. You've been warned. <laughs> what? Podcast is a bi-weekly podcast pertaining to books about the LGBTQIA community. Hello, Sophie. Hello. It's the <laughs> Are end you of practicing 20- your Aussie accent? I'm practicing my Aussie accent. <laughs> <laughs> Stop using the bowl. Is that- Turn the light on. I can't find the... <laughs> you can do it. I can't find the Make it a Mega Man hat. I, yes. I truly Leave can't it. see. Leave it. It's okay. beautiful. Okay. She's stunning. Lauren Conrad, is that you? No, it's me, Justin Bobby. I'm trying to do the one eye blink that she did. <laughs> Where her soul left her body? Yeah. Oh, God. It's like an art school, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. it's the end of the year. It is the end of the year. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. It's that time. You know what I mean. Time mm-hmm. for our top five books. Top five! I looked at, our, at my bookshelf and I was like, oh, yeah, when did this year start? Because I, I didn't look to see, like where the end book was for last year. Yeah. So I had a, a moment downstairs for a minute, and I was like, do I recall reading anything this year? I don't remember a single book I've read. <laughs> ever. That's going to make today hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've never read a book ever. I've never read a book, probably. <laughs> never even opened one. Never cracked a spine. Never. I, well, I've cracked a spine, but... <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Save me. <laughs> um, My own. My own spine. <laughs> I have cracked your spine too. That's true. Yeah, Brennan's really good at uh, love to crack it back. If you're, you're having a little lumbar issue, you you've got a problem on Lombard Avenue. <laughs> let, let me snap you in half. Shit, dog. <laughs> Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? What's your uh, What's your list? Because it might be the same as it mine. might be the same <laughs> as it always is. Um, did you have Sky Falling by? Maya McKenzie on yours? Absolutely. Fuck yeah. This book takes place in Philly. That's why and it's And that's that on that. And that's why it's good. No <laughs> yeah. other reason. Yep. No, it's a, great, it's a great <laughs> book. Um, the character, the main character in this is hysterical. Sky. <laughs> Sky was such a character. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate saying that because I feel like a 90-year-old man saying that. But I picked Sky Falling. Um, this is also no particular order. I just picked this because I I truly remember laughing a lot reading mm-hmm. this and also saying, Sky, get your shit together. Yeah, but also being like, I get it. Understandable. Yeah. yeah. It's all understandable, but also being caught by a child while you're trying to climb out of a window. A little questionable. Is kind of amazing. Yeah. We all wish to be in that predicament mm-hmm. where we're like, uh-oh. But, um... Do we? Just, like, something so stupid that, like, it you can't even explain it away. Oh. You can't lie. It's like, yeah, I was going to climb out of this window to run away from you. Yeah, you're right. I was climbing out of this window. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was climbing out of this window. Astounding. I forgot I forgot that the this child was... Sky's egg for a second. Uh-huh. I was like, what's the circumstance again? What's the circumstance? Why is this child following you? Um, Just for Sky's. 
But, yeah, I think if you're looking for a fun, um, sapphic book Mm -hmm. um, that takes place in Philly, if you're from Philly and you want to read about Philly, it's great. Mm -hmm. Um, Also... Maya did a great... Is it Mia or Maya? I always... Whenever I see... Um, I, when I see it spelled that way, I think Mia. M-I-A is yeah. Mia than me. Maya would be M-Y-A. Oh, yeah. But also, like... It I could, we could the, both be wrong. Yeah, it, who knows? But when I see M-I-A, I think mm-hmm. Mia. I, I think this is a really fun romp, I think. Why did you like it? I told you, I don't remember a single book I read <laughs> this year. Clock back in. Um, I liked it because, uh, insert the recording from, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I think at that point we had read, like, a handful of, like, fantasy books, which I really love. Like, I'm not, um, discounting them, but I think it was, like, refreshing to read, like, a little bit of, like, a modern fiction book. Mm-hmm. But I also just, like, really like the characters. I feel like everyone was, like, flawed, but also, like very human and empathetic and there wasn't really like a villain or anything it was just kind of like these are people that exist in the world sky was lightly the villain right but like not but not no yeah but it was just kind of like no that's just like how some people are yeah I wouldn't say she's well, the no, anti-hero. The villain was the person who threatened to call the cops on their neighbor. Oh, absolutely. That's, the white dude? That's the true villain of the yeah. story, actually. So there were some villains, mm-hmm. but, um, no, I just thought it was, like, endearing. It's, like, kind of nice to read stuff about, like, how old is she? She's, like, in her mid-30s, right? Ish. Yeah. I'll give them that. She's, she's, like, older and, like, still didn't really have her shit together and just kind of just, like... Runs, like, a vacationing business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I liked, I really liked her. Mm-hmm. Alright, do you want to pick a book now? Yeah, how about um, Small Angels? That's you bitch! I said our lists are going to be the same! <laughs> are they the same? Because you picked up... No, because I don't have that one in my list. This yeah. one? Ah. Uh, Not that I didn't like it, it just didn't make, you know, I, I figured you would have it, so... Yeah. Um, would you like to hold, hold her? hold the book while yeah. I speak about it? Here, one second. Uh... Oh, wait, the microwave peaked when you did that. <laughs> Schmall Angels. Schmall Angels. I Bad Kermit. What's happening this. over there? Yeah, this one is huge. Yeah. I loved this book. Um, it was really spooky um, and, like, beautifully written. It was just, like, a really, really good, like, spooky ghost story. That was actually very scary, I think. I don't know. It, yeah. was, it was a lot. <laughs> but, like, I, I was, like, having a good time. Yeah. I don't know. What did, what did you use on your list also? That's by Lauren Owen. Lauren Owen, yes. Um, I really like that because I, I happened to be reading that while I, I was in Ireland. In a haunted house? Oh. Um, no, not a haunted Airbnb, surprisingly. <sighs> I wasn't in Barbarian. Um, that's not haunted. But I liked it because it just happened to coincide with me being in a place... That right, it takes felt, place in England. I fully forgot. Yeah. Every, while I was reading, it was like I forgot that it's like yeah, it was specifically like an English village. Yeah. Um, but like I was reading that when we went to um, the Giant's Causeway, and we mm-hmm. went through a bunch of like areas like that. Uh huh. Very similar to and like how the ghost burn is. Man. Yeah. And he wanted to be your friend. He did. His name was Gavin. Uh, <laughs> he said, you you look like I should attach myself to you. And mm-hmm. I said, bet. <laughs> um, bet. Bet. But no, it was just, I think, a really great read. Uh, Penguin Random House sent that book to us. And um, I think that was, like, one of my favorite spooky books that I've read. Yeah. I love falling into this, like category of like queer horror if yeah. you know like spooky books I think like the that category it's just like something I never thought of mm-hmm. I jokingly say that queer people don't exist in horror movies yeah um all the time because I'm like oh all of Pretty Little Liars I hear one of my friends goes missing and then winds up buried underneath a, a, an Adirondack like chair uh-huh. yeah no I'm telling my family to move yeah those girls yeah they wouldn't have a gay friend. No. <laughs> the, Even the, the gay one. No. She has no gay friends. <laughs> um, like, Scream? Oh yeah. my god. 
a horrible murder taking place. Yeah. Mom, I'm out of town for a while. Yeah. <laughs> My gay ass would but get what murdered. What if the killers are hot? They, they um, always are. They always are. Oh no, Mr. Ghostface. I'm not kidding. Every one of my gay friends would perish because they would be horny for the killer. Yeah, I, I think that that book was incredibly well written. It's very, um, as I like to say, vintage. <laughs> vintage. Mm-hmm. Bring that back. Um, <laughs> I think that the like the idea of these like magical woods that like kind of listen to stories, and the more that they like a story, the more they're like, okay, go on. Yeah. And the more they create, like, visual magic for you. Yeah. And it's very, like, if we like this thing, mm-hmm. we'll hold on to it, and it, it will never leave, so that the kid, that ghost, mm-hmm. like, the woods were keeping it, like, that kid alive. Yeah. Um, I just thought that was so interesting, and it's, I feel like that's so, like, that usually happens in, like, in a house. Yeah. And it it's... Which is, you know, the woods are still a place. A house is a place. But I think that the woods and, like, the stupidity of the main, like, couple that's getting married. Mm-hmm. Like, literally not talking about any of the weirdness. I kept forgetting that they were, like, a thing. And they were, like, cut is back Is it Caroline? Is yeah. That, yeah, like... They were, like, cut back to them <clears> from wedding planning. And I'm like, don't you know that there's, like, an entire other storyline happening? Yes. And it was, like, <laughs> lightly infuriating, but, like, in the best way possible. Yeah. Um, I, I think that is why that's, like, one of my favorite books that we might have, like, just in general that we've read. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I just, like, it's, like, my exact taste in, like, ghost stories and, like, spooky stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I love horror in, like, I love, like, spooky ghosts horror, mm-hmm. and I love when, like, horror is, like, more psychological. I hate just, like, jump horror. Jump scares. Yeah. Jump, uh, jump scares are, it depends. I, like, um, if it's, like, a, if there's, like, a murdering spree going on, I mm-hmm. want, like, to be thrilled. I don't want it to just be gore. That's what I, Yeah, like, I like the... Like, I like, like... Halloween is, like, just because it's, like, a classic, like... Mm-hmm. And Scream is so good because it's, like, a commentary on the whole genre. Mm-hmm. But, like... I don't know, whatever. Um... <laughs> Mike Flanagan, could you get the rights for this and make it into an Oh my god, imagine! I would cry. I would be sobbing. He would be so good. He's the, he would be perfect for it. It would be so good. Ugh. So good. And we would get his wife in it mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. And she would absolutely be the queer, she, like, yeah. farm hand. Honestly, yeah, just roll with your regular cast. We got this. Yeah. Any any one of the returning, like, reoccurring actors or actresses. Yeah. Raul boom. could be the, like, bumbling fiancé guy. Oh, my He'd God. He'd be really good at that. Astounding. Fantastic behavior. Um, next book. <laughs> I'm going to claim it before you do. Oh, no. What book? Damn it. This is also, like... Li- Did we just get, like, scared this year? Well... This is, like, kind of terrifying. And Small Angels were both our Halloween books. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, like, I feel like we've had Ryan on our, like, best of book list before. We've been doing... So next year will be our fifth year. I don't know if you knew that. Ah! I know. I thought about it the other day, and I got emotional. It's too many. (laughs) It's not enough. Stop. (laughs) Um... And I got emotional about it because I was like, oh my god, this is a thing that I've been doing with my best friend for so long. But Ryan's books, always, like, they're always fucked up, but like in the best way possible. No, but his books before that we've read have always been like funny and yes. like witty and like campy and yes. like very mm-hmm. who Ryan is as a person. <laughs> yes, a, a just, gremlin. Like, yeah, but like beautiful and mm-hmm. like just like fun and like intense at times mm-hmm. but not scary ever even no. like stuff that was happening in uh, reverie that reverie? like that the scene where like everything just like goes to shit in the dream with the beatles that like yeah that's like intense but i was not scared yes the honeys i like put the book down at one point yes it was like absolutely and i know not. exactly which part you're talking about oh my god i had also a friend 
fully like devoid of my influence like a couple weeks ago post that they were reading that or listening to the audiobook I think mm-hmm. oh my god like, I wouldn't be able to do that they were like holy shit has anyone else read this book and I was like ah yeah no joke The Honeys by Ryan LaSala I thought we were going into I mean it takes place in a summer camp yeah but it's like if the summer camp was run by Scream slash Pretty Little Liars in the way that it's like a thriller and a mystery. This is this this is a summer camp if it was run by the Candyman. Yes, exactly. Like, <laughs> like like quite literally, and it's like there's a mystery going on. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> ah, not the Candyman. I'm just saying. The Candyman can and will. And he has. <laughs> and he has in this book, but um, I really like um, Mars. I think Mars is such an interesting character. Yeah. I think that. The further we get into Ryan LaSala's brain. brain, I'm not kidding, His it's, he is, I think, one of the most intelligent people that I've, like, interacted with, mm-hmm. and I have a lot of, like, smart friends, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like, I would think that you would fall into that category of, like, smart ass, oh, if you will. Um, because I could mention something and you're like, oh yeah, this. <laughs> um, and you understand when I'm saying the word vintage, you know exactly what I mean. <laughs> I speak your language. Yes. But, like, (laughs) Jesus Christ. As we get further in, the, like, this is, like, a true, like, final girl, if you will, like, moment for us. Yeah. Which is, like, I think very far removed from the last two books. The last one was literally, like, bedazzled. Yeah. Bedazzled. Was, like, a fun romp. It was like a, for a an rom- anime convention. It was like a rom-com. It was cute, and it was, yeah. like, fluffy. And then there's this. And then there's that monstrosity. You know that, that meme of... It's two, re- it's two wrestlers. The one wrestler is, like, underlit, and he's standing directly behind another one who's, like, waving yeah. to an audience. There's, like, the terrifying one right behind him, and then there's the guy waving. I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. I'm... Are they real wrestlers? Yeah, it's actual wrestlers, One of I'm them is sure. Probably the Undertaker. Yeah, I'm assuming it is. So, no joke, if we're comparing Bedazzled and the Honeys, <laughs> Bedazzled is the man in front waving. Oh, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. The Undertaker standing behind AJ Styles. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's um that is literally Bedazzled and the Honeys. Yeah, no it is. Yeah, and it's like the Honeys waiting right there menacing. And I I went into this book knowing that like it was it was scary. Ryan, you know, spoke about it. I didn't. I tried to not read as much into it before we got the book. I have um, one of the arcs in front of me. I don't know if in the um, the actual version there is the uh, the letter from Ryan in the front, the mm-hmm. dear reader. But a the cover for this. I, the covers for the last two books that we spoke about are beautiful. I love Small Angels. Yeah. Um, because that incorporates the parts of the book really well. And also, I can imagine the woods doing that. Uh-huh. So, like, the wedding, the bells, the woods. Uh-huh. Like, really well into that. I think Sky Falling is great because it has the Philadelphia skyline. Mm-hmm. I can imagine this block. We've all walked down this block before. Yeah. Um, the Honeys is, like beautiful and scary at the same time, but, like, mm-hmm. it's not, like, looking at a horror movie poster. It's like, oh, yeah, the honeys. It's not scary. What are you talking about? But, like, the letters are melting as it gets further down, mm-hmm. and I like that it did that in the book. But I just think that if you're looking for something that is, like, scary in a different way than Small Angels, like, this is a horror movie thriller, I would say. Mm-hmm. That's like ghost story Mike Flanagan style. Mm-hmm. This is this like is like the haunting of the Hill girls House. are getting murdered in the woods, and that's uh, <laughs> sorority <sleep> row. Yeah. <laughs> Not sorority <laughs> row, but still, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, truly, I th- I think uh, one of the best things that Ryan is, and I, I understand that he's written three books. They're all very good. I mean, he's only getting better. Yeah, and it's like, like it's terrifying. Happen. Ryan needs to be he's stopped. Too powerful, actually. Yeah. And this is our campaign to stop. His arms are so big now. I'm leaving this in. Him. I'm not kidding. His arms are so big that I think it's because of how well this book I'm is doing. I'm putting a Kickstarter in the summary <laughs> of this episode to stop Ryan LaSalle from getting too powerful. Yes. Yeah. 
I think, um, <laughs> because if we let him keep working out and keep letting him write books... Nothing will save us. Nothing will save us. And we'll all become Mars. <laughs> all right. Next book? Uh-huh. What you got? Neither of the books that you have there. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> They're the same color. Are all the books I'm holding purple? Purple is a very popular color scheme for... This is like a, I, I think this is the only one that's like more blue. Nope, this one. Yeah, all the books are the same color, except for Small Angels. What was I saying? <clears throat> what have I done been saying about... Um, these are not in your list. No. Oh, no, about no, the purple? No, but like... You do pull up book sleeves and go... That's the same as this book. That's the same as this book. That's yeah. a different conversation. That is about... You need to, you need to stop. <laughs> Listen, I... That's for my other podcast <laughs> that I'm starting. Please stop <laughs> featuring Sophie Green. Yeah, please. <clears throat> a design podcast. Honestly, let's, we need to get back to that. I would listen to that. Considering. We can feature it in the Super Late Universe. Oh my god. Super the extended Betty. Super Late Universe. The next book that I have on my list <clears throat> that you don't have on your list is Siren Queen. Mm. Which we just talked about. I was going to put that in my, but because we just talked about it, and I was like, I feel like Sophie will talk, speak to this better than I will. Mm-hmm. I like that book a lot. I loved it. It was really good. Love uh-huh. the magic system in that. That's like, mag- I, as I've taken a step away from it because I'm not currently reading it mm-hmm. and having a brain meltdown, mm-hmm. um, I really liked that book. I, I think I want to reread it. Probably, yeah. like, next year. Like, I'm gonna give myself, like, a minute to, like... I think that would be a, a but good idea. I loved it. I really love, like, um, fantastical realism, mm-hmm. and I think it was written really beautifully, and I also like that kind of, like, vintage, if you will. Yeah. I No, I, I Actually like vintage. That, but I, I like that we've read a couple of, like, historical novels in the last year or so mm-hmm. that are, like... Still in the 20th century, but, like, like not in timelines that, like, we lived in, obviously. Yeah. Our grandparents, specifically. <laughs> Probably, like, that one, I think. Oh, yeah, because that was, like, the 20s and 30s. So. Yeah. Oh, I think, but I think it's, like, I always find that kind of, like, part of, like, film history really interesting because it basically, it takes place when films are transitioning into having audio and stuff like that. And so mm. kind of, like, the way that... Um, things were portrayed was really shifting, and I also like think it's amazing that the lead character was Chinese. So mm-hmm. like, not only like talking about the transition from like silent film to talkies, but like having a like an Asian woman and like kind of her perspective of like how that she existed in that universe, mm-hmm. like in America and that time was, like, very interesting. I think it, like, integrated very well with, like, the magical aspects of the book, like, very well. Yeah. I also really liked that 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 character, A, she steals her sister's name. Oopsie. By accident. Yeah. Um, And we, I don't think, I, to, to this day, I still don't think that we know her actual name. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think it's ever given, and I think that's, like, part of the mystique of it, but... Mm-hmm. I like that her whole thing was, I'm not doing accents, I'm not doing a maid, and I'm yeah. not doing, like, you're not going to fetishize me in any way. Yeah. And she leaned so hard into being like, you'll find a role for me, and I don't give a shit if it's the monster, I will play the monster. hmm Like, I can be this villain. I can do it. hmm And... Hey, I think it takes a certain kind of person to be like, oh, I don't give a shit. I will be the villain. I know I'm not. Mm -hmm. But if that's the way that you remember me and I get this job, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. And she, I think, I kind of wish I could have seen the the Siren Queen movies. Yeah. Um, They're very interesting. And I like that there's like the kind of like uh, many different tenses going Mm -hmm. through it. Um. And I like that they talk about like, oh well, like you could have you could have seen this one, but you know the the fires at the studios took away like all of these, yeah, like different like you can't see this anymore because of it. So that yeah. person disappeared, 
it was just like very interesting. It is like a, a there is magic in it, the magical realism. There's also like a weird magic system, mm-hmm. but it's like not really ever explained, and it's kind of like a I don't want to say a background character, but it's kind of always there in a way. Yeah. Um, and it comes and goes. It was just it was very interesting. I like the character. I also love that book cover. It's like a really cold color, and it's a woman. It's like a. It's very silvery, mm-hmm. um, like kind of ethereal photograph of a woman with like smoke in front of her. It was just very interesting. Yeah, and I, I miss her roommate so much. Loved her. Shout out! Shout out to her. Yeah, shout out to that roommate. Shout out to us falling in love with a side character. <laughs> Every single... Without fail. (laughs) So, my next book... So, neither of these are on your list, so that's interesting. Mm -hmm. My next book is A Marvelous Light by Freya Marsk. I just love fancy boys. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Love fancy boys being vintage. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a magic system in this. It's about, uh, you know, wizards. Uh Um, It's a person who is like a if you will normie um mm-hmm. so a person who doesn't have any kind of magical anything mm-hmm. in their family um becomes kind of the liaison between the magical community and the like normal people community yeah okay um and uh hijinks ensue um he is cursed and that, I think that's how he finds out about the magic. Yeah. He's, like, cursed immediately. Yeah. Oops, I'm um, Because he took over this job for someone who, I believe, died. Mm-hmm. And that guy was our other magical boy, like, our magical boy's boyfriend, mm-hmm. I would say. Sure. Um, I just thought it was really interesting. I like the magic system in this. Um, the villain of this is, like, pretty interesting. Um, I love the cover for it. I think it's really pretty just to keep talking about the way the books look. Mm-hmm. Um, did you... I, I know this isn't on your list. Um, did you like the magic, magic system in this? I can't remember. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. Yeah. The the magician in this, he has a very limited amount of magic mm-hmm. um, in terms of like how much he can do at once and the things that he can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was interesting. Having... A person that has no magic and having a person who has, like, who can perform magic, but it's very limited mm-hmm. versus the other people in his family slash the other people around him mm-hmm. and, like, them unraveling the mystery of this place, um, of, like, the, the curse and, like, the person who placed the curse, mm-hmm. who, like, why is it happening in relation to them? I thought the story was pretty interesting. I think the sister is getting... I think there's, like, a follow-up to this. Okay. I think the sister is I getting... Remember, yeah, I remember reading something about that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think this... I think Frey did a very good job with this. I liked the assistant that he has. Mm-hmm. Um, she seemed really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked that she was like, Hi, stop not involving me. Yeah. Um, I'm smarter than you. Yeah, love that. Love a side character that's like, hey, that's idiot. my favorite. Yeah. Always my favorite. Really amazing. Um, I forget, like, I guess if you could, like, put this in a time frame, I would say it was maybe the 1920s, based on how fancy the boys are. No, that's, like, 1800s. 1800, thank that's you, like, that's what that's I meant. Pre- yeah, no, that's yeah. definitely, like, late 1800s vibes. I was Twas getting, what I meant. Thank uh, you. Very, um, what's it called? Uh, Regency era kind of vibe. Yes, that's what I wanted. That's what I meant. I also this book is lightly horny as well. Oh yeah, um, a little. There's a little bit of that. Yeah, I don't think that really happened as much in the other books that we spoke about. A little bit in Siren Queen. Uh-huh. I think out of the books, this might be. You picked the horniest one. <laughs> Leave it to me. Oopsie. Um, yeah, that's that's a great book. If you like magic, definitely look into A Marvelous Light. 
Mm-hmm. Um, what about you? What's your last book? My last book is Ready When You Are. Oh, cute. Which I really liked. Yeah. Um, that was, like, the book that was about the Aboriginal boy in Australia and kind of, like, the summer that he spends with mm-hmm. his, like, family that's staying with him and all the things that are going on. And I just really liked it. I thought it was, mm. like, a really nice story. I think it's, like, really important kind of to highlight stuff. No, I just think it's, like, an important story to highlight. I think that, like, we definitely need to feature more, like, Aboriginal voices in just any kind of fiction. But mm-hmm. I think it was also, like, really important that they have, like, that in a queer space. Because, obviously, like, it's a full rainbow, you know? Yeah. Queer um, people um, come in every shape and size, and they are everywhere. They're everywhere, yeah. And I, I just thought it was, like, oh, I mean, it was definitely... Um, a book that's like a little heavier in some aspects because mm-hmm. it's like the, he used to deal with a lot of um, just like day to day struggles that people mm-hmm. deal with the same that we have to deal with in the US um, not not we um, but like you know what I mean uh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to be like eloquent about this well the, there's like, like more um, outward homophobia in that one yeah versus the other books that we've highlighted so far. Right. Yeah, so... The Honeys features it in a different way. This features it in, like, outward. Yeah, it's less, like... Because I think a lot of the books we've talked about as, like, our favorites are more, like, a genre fiction. So Mm -hmm. it's almost, like, somewhat detached just because you have, like... You're dealing with, like, people who are um, antagonists or just, like, negative, but it can feel, like, more detached just because you're kind of like, well, you're storybook villains, so, like, yeah. of course you act that way. But, like, I think in the same way that, like, in Sky Falling had a little bit of that where, like, their racist neighbor. Yeah. Um, it's It's def- rooted it's, like, in reality. Exactly. So yeah. it's a little harder to read in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. Here I we think, go. I think that there is, like, um, some, like, intense scenes in this and there is, like, some violence in that like towards like the character and stuff but it's not it's not like exploitative and it doesn't feel like it's just there to kind of for like shock value it's yeah. like this is a reality that exists and like you're literally yeah. like reading about kids yeah like, they're very young i think these are the youngest that we've read about the as like the leads yeah yeah, because there's definitely, like, smaller characters and side characters, and, like, there's usually, like, we've read a lot of stuff that's, like, younger siblings, but, like... Yeah. I think they're, like, 14 or 15. They're, like, really little. They might be younger than that. Even younger, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, so it's, like, this kind of interesting balance of, like, very young children, so they're already kind of just, like exploring the world just as like a person who exists in the world Mm -hmm. and then on top of that he's like an aboriginal person in australia so he has to like face that battle alone because they're starting they start to like go out and do stuff like without their parents because it's summertime Mm -hmm. and then there's also like a whole like undertone of like queer acceptance and stuff so i just i don't know i just really liked it i thought it was a really good book yeah i think (laughs) thinking back on that book that summer that the book takes place is very like I feel like that felt like the 90s to me yeah it felt like my experience of like my parents just like starting to let me do things by myself I was like old enough it's still young but like old enough to like go walk around my neighborhood by myself yeah beg my parents to drop me off at Sophie's house (laughs) We gotta meet up at the mall. Yeah, we gotta meet up at the mall, and your mom picks me up after I've gone to Metro Park to, like, pick up a scarf. Oh, Lord. Um, I had a mullet. No, I I distinctly remember, like, when I was reading that, I was like, this feels like someone who captured, like, how it felt to be, like, a certain age in the 90s. Yeah. Like, I distinctly, it feels like riding my bike during the summer, and, like, going exploring in places that I probably shouldn't have been. Yeah, no, it's it's very, like, kind of, like, stand-by-me-adjacent yes. energy of, mm-hmm. like, kids going off on their own. And, and like, people, like, not... starting to realize, like, who they are as a person. Yeah. So, like, 
this character starting to realize that they are queer. Yeah. It's, it's very that. It does feel very Stand By Me. Yeah, it's like, it's a coming of age story. I hate that phrase. But yeah. Like, I don't know how else. Like, that's what it is. Sometimes the, the phrases <laughs> that we hate are the most absolutely correct. Yeah. For lack of a better term, it's a coming yeah. of age story. I feel like whenever I'm trying to describe a book to you, I do try to leave that out. I just like... It <laughs> They're just, like... They're an age. They're coming to that age. Yes, you know. It's, it's a, of... Coming of age is just, like, a, a euphemism for, like, child trauma. Yeah. <laughs> but they learn from it. I'm about to traumatize these kids. I'm about to create an environment that is so traumatizing. So coming of age. I'm about to create a book that is so coming of age. Um... I don't think that this is also, like, the most violent book we've read in terms uh-uh. of, like, what happened, like, any, like, um, bad things that do happen to the characters. Well, that, but, like, we've also read some books that are, like, very triggering and, like, traumatizing. And, oh, like, my God, yeah. And, like, a lot of and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, like, not this, but it definitely, read it with a caveat knowing that, like, if some bad stuff happens. Yeah. I mean, I need on a real high note. And that's that on that. And that's that on that. I'm not kidding. That was so dumb. She could have just walked forward. She. She said, "I don't think so." She can't turn left. (laughs) I too can't turn left. But you know who also can't turn left? The characters in "So This Is Ever After" by F. T. Lukens. Oh shit. (laughs) Um, these beautiful idiots. Look at these guys. Yeah, look at these. Okay, so I know I keep I keep talking about how pretty these books are. This is a visual podcast. This <laughs> this book has no, hot people on it. Great. It that yeah, it has like a traditional look, well, more like a modern traditional looking like fantasy where you kind of get character portraits, which is really yeah. cool. Um and everyone's beautiful. Everyone's beautiful. Some of them are really stupid and those stupid ones are my favorite. Um, also, we got to interview F.T. Lukens about this book. Which was a great time. And it was sent to us as well, and, um, I, I'm not kidding. I think that F.T. was, like, one of my favorite people that we've gotten to speak to. Yeah. They were just, like, real chill. That was, like, a good, I felt like it was just, like, ha- having conversation with, like, my friends. Also, we should, like, ask them to play D&D with us sometimes. Yes, but also, <laughs> like, I so felt fun. like because we were talking about that, and I, I... <laughs> I'm sometimes afraid to call, like, especially to an author. Yeah. Their characters idiots. Oh. And I mean, I don't mean that in a wow. I think you are the dumbest person I've ever met. No, I mean that in I, the way that like that man is in love with you. You are so dumb. How do you not get it? Listen, I'm just gonna put this on the table. Yeah. If I call someone an idiot, it's you love them. Always complimentary. Yeah. I've never called anyone an idiot, and it wasn't. If I truly think you are an idiot in the traditional sense. I'm going to call you something much worse. Um, <laughs> Gasp. It, no, but truly, like, idiot, always complimentary. Yeah, like, literally. Because it's usually preceded by beautiful and dumb. Yeah, no, I'm not <laughs> kidding. I think when I was like, oh, the, these handsome idiots, I, I think I remember FT just being like, <laughs> I'm like, no, I mean, like, in a way that's like, oh my god, how could you not see it? You're so stupid. No, kiss. Kiss. Yeah. Um... And they do. And they do. Um, this book also magical. Um, Magi- another magical book for the for the the girlies. But this book is magical. It it literally is takes place. We start with the end of like another story, and it goes uh-huh. into. So what now? <laughs> that yeah. is Elliot Banks interview. <laughs> so what now? It goes into that. That's great. <laughs> Good job, chicken. Yeah. And then the main character realizes that he's cursed. Mm-hmm. And um, only by getting married to someone that he loves will break the curse. Yeah. And so he starts playing a dating sim with his his party, if you yeah. will. And they're all like, excuse me? Excuse You're joking. <laughs> and they're all like, no, you must be in love with your friend. And he's like, no... No, that's... See, that's not what's happening here. Uh-huh. I am, I mean, not in love with him. Uh-huh. And he couldn't be in love with me. Uh-huh. And I only want to marry for love. Like, yes. that's that's it. 
And it just keeps getting worse. There's also a large bird involved at one point. There is a large bird. Large, terrifying bird. Mm-hmm. That likes shiny things. Mm-hmm. Um, big crow. Big crow. Scary thief that loves big crow. Yes. Um, I just... I think the characters in this book are very funny. I like getting past the... Like, kind of shallow, like, oh, I don't know, my party members. And I'm saying party members because this is basically, like, a D&D, like, style book, if you will. Yeah. In the way that, like, there's there's an archer, there's a mage, there's a thief, there's a bar, you know, like, the whole mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I just, I think that it was just, like, a really fun book to read. It made me more interested in wanting to play D&D. Yes. I finally got to do that this year. Wow. Um... And I would absolutely love to play D&D with F.T. Lucas. Oh, let's get this. Okay. Who would you, out of the authors <laughs> that we've interviewed, uh-huh. who would you want to play D&D with? Okay. Name three. So, I would pick F.T. for obvious reasons. Yes. I would pick Ryan Lasala, because I know he would show up in a full costume absolutely. of his character. Mm-hmm. Voice included. Full, the whole shebang. Yeah. Like, the commitment. As a bard, is, right? The commitment I aspire to be. Who knows? I think I would say they would be a bard. As a person who is... Am I about to call Rylasala gregarious? Gregarious? That's a large word. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think... I I agree with those two. If we were to add a fourth person, I would say Lev Rosen. Okay. Um, only because I feel like they would be a very good dungeon, like a DM. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, my third person would be Brooke Carter because I think that they would be the person that shows up with, like, full lore. Yes. Like, they come in with, like, a bound book of, like, this is my character's backstory. They've been waiting for this moment. This is the family tree. Yes. Here is all, of, like, it would be mm-hmm. the full shebang. And meanwhile, yeah. I, like, roll into a D&D campaign and I'm like... I made up a guy an hour ago. His name's Bart. Here's a, here's a little guy. <laughs> He's just a guy, I He's guess. He's just a guy. He's just some dude. He's just a dude. I love to do that. I love yeah. to do that. That's my favorite. I'll I, build the backstory as the story goes. Yeah. I'll just think of it on the... Oh, no, you've uncovered my backstory. <laughs> Let me write that down. Oops. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think that's a great list. I think I have to agree with you um, mm-hmm. about those people. Honestly, I think any of the... The authors we interviewed would be a good time. Yeah. Because obviously the, like, important part of D&D is you just have to be creative. Yeah. Because you're literally telling a story in your head with your friends. Yeah. Um, those are the people that come to mind first, but... Honestly, I feel like... I think it... Like... All of the authors If we could get all of them together, we... Haunted. It would be great. What kind of D&D character do you think Tom Ryan would be? That beautiful Ranger. Explain. Like, it's a connection to the forest, and like, really, usually as an animal companion. Oh, yeah, very, that is, that like, is Tom Ryan. quiet natured, but, like, very, mm-hmm. like, strong still. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. The way you snap. You were like, oh, Tom Ryan? Ranger. Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about this for hours. I've been thinking about this for hours. Yeah. That's very funny. <laughs> I can't believe we. This is. It's been a year. It's been a year. Um, I know we didn't record as many episodes this year, which means we didn't read as many books. Um, this year has been a clusterfuck. Yeah. If I do say so myself. I think 2022 kicked our ass. Yeah. We hit our 100th episode. Next year, we hit our fifth year. Yeah, I feel like it's been a, a whirlwind of a year. Um, really thankful for all of the books that have been sent our way. That was really cool. Yeah, that was just very sweet. Um, and to be able to interview so many different authors, too. Mm-hmm. Um, really spectacular. The Really looking forward to some of the books that we got sent this year for that are coming out next year. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be really exciting. We have some cool ones downstairs. Um, and I'm just... I, I have no idea how... A, Christmas happened, Hanukkah passed, but yeah, I think it would be cool to hear what everyone else's top five books for the year were, mm-hmm. um, 
I would Even love books that we didn't read. If you read a really, really yes. good mm-hmm. chunk of books this year, like let us know. I would love the people who read forty five books a month. Oh, all the book talk people that are like, I read a hundred fifty seven million books this year. Okay, that's great. And what about it? That you have that much brain space. <laughs> I have to get to know all the boys Listen, and bays and them. a new Pokemon game came out this year. You expect yes. me to be reading? I went to see a boy in Ireland. I had things to do. I was yeah. busy. <laughs> I was busy reading books, but also dating a European man. <laughs> so, I had things to do. He's technically part of the UK. Yeah, I love to call him European, and he just doesn't correct me at this point. <laughs> he should. He should, but he won't. <laughs> He knows better. Um, correcting a Virgo, death wish. <laughs> you do it all the time. Oops. But you're also a Sagittarius. So, correcting a Sagittarius is like correcting a Virgo. <laughs> yeah, you might die. <laughs> We're not the ones. We're not, you know, correcting a Virgo, death wish. Correcting a Sagittarius, you just went missing. I don't yeah. know what happened. That, she doesn't show up to work. That TikTok sound of the people screaming, just like, ah! Ah! <laughs> just the sound, the sound getting cut off. Yeah. Yeah, that's you. Oops. Um, suggesting something to a Sagittarius? Death wish. <laughs> if you if you want to play a mind game with a Sagittarius, suggest the opposite of what you want them to do. Yeah. For- and then they'll do what you wanted them to do. Uh-huh. Yes. Reverse psychology? Yeah. It does work. Yeah. <laughs> it, it do be working. <laughs> But only on people who are um, hard-headed. <laughs> I could not imagine who you're referring to. No. Me and Brendan Fraser and Britney Spears and Lucy Liu. I can. Can you imagine telling Lucy Liu to do anything? No. Exactly. I can imagine telling Brendan Fraser to do something. Give me a little kiss on the forehead. Yes, please. I'm begging. <laughs> you go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. If it shuts you up. Yeah, that exact sound. Um, Yeah, so please, if you have any books that you love this year or that you're excited about for next year, please let us know. Do you have anything to add? Did you read, like, any cool comic? Do you want to throw a comic in? Do you want to throw a TV show in that you like that was queer this year? Oh, uh... mm, mm, Did I watch watch any gay shows? Mm. We have to finish Love, Victor. That's just been hard. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, I finished Ugly Betty for been, the fourth time in my life. Yeah, I've been watching, reading a lot of web comics that are really good. You have been. I love my I love my little web comics. Little web comics as a treat. <laughs> <laughs> Not my little web. My com- little web comics. If you're looking for some good queer web comics, I can't recommend Castle Swimmer enough. It's so sweet and just like. Ugh, it's so cute. All the characters are little adorable little sea creature hybrid people. Oh, yes. I love them all. They're uh-huh. all my children. Um, <laughs> these bitches is my sons. These bitches is my sons. Uh, what's, what's, an, let me, what's, what's another one? Roll the episode out with some little bonus content. Let's yeah. see. Um, Hit me with that good shit. Well, okay. The one I've been like really reading lately is called "The Doctors Are Out." I like. <gasps> oh, I loved that one. Binged the whole thing in like three days, and they got really sad that I caught up to it, so I couldn't binge more. Have they done it yet? Is it still "Will They Won't They"? No, no, they're they're like fully together. It's very cute. Oh my god! Amazing. Um, I love. Oh, Two Losers from Earth is really good, and it's really pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. So far, it's just kind of like these two people who are on basically like an Amtrak that goes to space together. Okay, that's cool. It's very... They're like on a sleeper car train together, um, and it's like very sweet, and I like it a lot, and then I'm trying to find the gay ones, because I, uh. I do occasionally read some non-gay comics. How do you have room in your head for non-gay things? You know. <laughs> um, Prince of the Southland is great. Ah! We love you. And just, like, so any kind of, like, future tech, cyberpunk stuff, mm-hmm. you should read Prince of the Southland. Also, it's they're so good. the two main characters mm-hmm. want to bang each other. 
They have. They do. They do, but yeah, like, they, do. they look at each other, and it's. Even the author, when they post things to their Instagram sometimes. Yeah. It'll just be like a frame that they've cropped that's just like one person's butt, and it's like, yes. Mm hmm. Great job. Amazing. Oh, another really cute one that I've been reading is called Daybreak, and it's just like some 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 people in high school who are stupid. Break like, in the day. Yeah. No, it's very cute. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's like newish, so there's they're still on the like will they won't they stage, but mm. they're both like obviously in love with each other, and it's love that. It's great. Love these idiots. They're very cute. Those are my those are my this my bonus content. Those are my web comics. Amazing. Yes. Oh, Shadow's talking. Shadow's talking. All right. Well, I think that's our end of the year episode. Um, my favorite thing that I asked you <laughs> before 2020. Uh-huh. Do you remember what you said 2020 was going to bring? The year of pegging, yeah. Yeah. So I, and it, brought, and, it really and, brought so much worse. Yeah, it really said, oh, you wanted pegging, but you got... Something worse. Um, what do you think 2023 is going to bring? I'm not predicting shit anymore. <laughs> 2023 is going to bring... <laughs> yep, that's right. The hand signal you just did? Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Look at this little cutie. Oh, so cute. Who's this? This one of the guys in Daybreak. Oh, cute. All right, well, so those are our books. I will probably include them in a tweet at some point in the new year as Mm -hmm. well. But thank you so much for listening to us this year, everyone. And we are very excited about next year. So yeah, go out, get a bunch of queer books, end of the year. Do it. That should be your New Year's resolution to read more queer books. Mm -hmm. Get your library card. Yeah, do it. There's so many gay books. Punch that library card. Punch it. Literally punch it directly into the library. Yes. (laughs) Get some queer books. Also, maybe, like, ask your local librarian for some queer books. Maybe we need more of that as well in 2023. That would be great. Yeah. Please request them at your local libraries. Because if you don't, how are we going to see Ryan LaSala death drop in a library? That's all I want, honestly. Honestly, I think that's what we need. It's what we want. It's what we deserve. It's what she deserves. <laughs> yes. My name is Brendan Patrick. That's Sophie Green. Hi. And, oh, oh. oh. And you've been listening to the Superlit Podcast. <laughs> the outro music to the hills. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs>